the Making Sense of Life podcast number 52. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Sunil Raheja. We're continuing our conversation with Carrie Oberbrunner. Carrie, great to have you again. Great to be here. And so if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, you can get to know Carrie a bit more. But just to give you a summary, Carrie is the CEO of an organization called Author Academy Elite. He runs that with his business business partner, David Branderhurst. And um, in our last podcast, we interviewed Carrie about what it means to live life to the full. And Carrie's certainly got a very full life. He's married to Kelly and they have three young kids. But he's also, and he's been a church pastor for 12 years, but he felt called as a church pastor to move out of that to become an entrepreneur. And that was what, in setting up an organization called Author Academy Elite. And it's helped over 600 authors and has a huge impact through through its presence on, on the online in, 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 the, in the online world, uh, really making a difference in people's lives and really making an impact. But Carrie's life has, has also been marked by challenges and failures as well. And we talked a lot about that in, the, in Podcast 51. But today we're going to talk about Carrie's book called Your Secret Name. And he's recently re- republished and repurposed that. Carrie, sounds an interesting title, Your Secret Name. What's it about? <clears throat> There's a verse in Revelation 2.17 that says... Yeah, so in, in the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 2, verse 17, mm-hmm. right at the end, um, it's, the Apostle John is, is um, at the end of his life and he sees a vision of heaven. And on, in chapter 2, verse 17, what does it say there? It says, To the one who overcomes will be given a new name written on a white stone and no one knows the name except the one who receives it. Wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah, what's that about? Well, a lot of people think, oh, that's nice. In heaven, you're going to get that. But as you look at the scriptures, you can see people that got their secret names this side of heaven. And it doesn't mean no one else knew it. But the word know means that it's unique to that person. So so know is, is quite a deep word there. Yes. Yeah, no is, in the ancient literature, it means no one understands it. No one is, it's kind of like if your mom named you Sunil and someone else has the name Sunil with another mother, you're a totally different person. Mm. It means something different when your name is spoken by your mom Mm. versus, you know, someone else's. You have a relationship. So... People say, well, gee, do you really get that now? Absolutely. There are people like Jacob who got renamed. So Jacob in the Old Testament, the book yeah. of Genesis. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so he got renamed uh, Israel. 
You have, of course, one of Jesus's disciples named Simon, who was renamed Peter. Yes. You, so the Simon who denied Jesus three times, mm -hmm. and then, as it were, after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus called, called him Peter, and he, as it were, he said, on, on you I'll build my church. Yes. You have Simon, uh, sorry, you have Saul, who was renamed Paul, the apostle who most people know about. So a man who was killing Christians and creating havoc around the world with, with, with his anger and hatred towards the Christian message became probably the greatest disciple of Christ the world has ever seen. Right. Yeah. So the point is, why not us? Mm. Why is it only for these people? And there's females in the in the scriptures too, like the Old Testament, Sarai, mm. renamed Sarah, or mm. Abram is renamed Abraham, or, mm. you know, there's this prophet named Hosea yes. who named his children not my people and have not obtained compassion. And after he goes through an experience, he renames them my people and have obtained compassion. Yeah. So this is exciting. This is about inside out transformation. This is about the transformed life. And people might say, well, that's nice. That's just in the Bible. Listen, there's the L.A. Dodgers pitcher. Okay. <laughs> okay. Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. For, for those of us who aren't American, explain that a bit more. Well, there's a pitcher named... Uh, Oral Hershiser, who was years ago, but he had a nickname called Howdy Doody Hershiser, which it was named after this geeky puppet figure that was alive way before me. And it was a TV show. The puppet wasn't alive, but the TV show was alive. And he's pitching horribly. And along comes his manager, new manager named Tommy Lasorda, and he says, you get in my office. And he renames him the Bulldog. Oh. And Oral Hershiser, you can Google this, says the day he received his new name, the day the trajectory of his life changed. Wow. So what happens is we perform up to our name. Yes. There's a term, a phrase. It's been out there for years. It's found in a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. It's found yes. in all kinds of things. But it says that we will never outperform our own self-image. Yes. And the name, is, as it were, it encapsulates that self-image. Absolutely. And, but the opposite's true. Mm. In America, we had someone named Elizabeth Smart mm. back in the 90s. Beautiful young girl, blonde-haired, lived in Utah, and she's kidnapped in the middle of the night, literally. What does the captor do? Renames her. Right. Renames her a name called Shiri Dashi, and he basically stripped her of her name wow. for control mm. and f to break her um, feelings of connection to her family. So she forgets who she is. And I mean, this is in the Disney movie, mm. Rapunzel. Right. I mean, this is the literal story. Yeah. She's captured in the middle of her night in the night. She's uh, taken by Mother Gothel in the movie she forgets who she is. Yes. The whole movie's about her rediscovering who she is. Yes. Um, she is not called her name. She's called for her gift, yes. which was her hair. Right. And so Jacob and Esau, I mean, it's just once your eyes are open to this message, you see it everywhere. Lord yeah. of the Rings, Aragorn yeah. versus Strider. Strider right. was this name that this wanderer adopted and what was he doing? He was a wanderer. 
but he learns throughout the movie that his real name is Aragorn, and he's an heir to the throne. Yes. We see this with Gollum. Yeah. Gollum was once a hobbit named Schmeagol, Yes. but he forgets who he is, he and he's renamed Gollum. So it's positive, yeah. but it can also be the flip side that you forget who you are, and the enemy actually robs you yes. of your name. So there's a battle going on. In it's a battle of your name, battle yes. of identity. Wow. So that obviously raises the question, and obviously this is in the book, how do I find out what my secret name is? Mm. For one, you got to stop pretending. Mm. Everyone who received their new name stopped pretending. How can you receive a new identity when you're pretending about who you are? Mm. So there's this powerful point in the story with Jacob where originally the first person who asked him what his name is is his blind father mm. named Isaac. And yes. in the ancient culture, you were supposed to receive a blessing and a birthright. And Jacob lies to get the birthright, and he lies to get the blessing. And birthrights were, birthrights were like inheritance, hard, cold cash, cattle, you know. It was the physical, material inheritance but blessings were more generational mm. prophetic who your descendants would become what your name would live on as he lies to get the birthright he lies to get the blessing and his dad who's blind says to him what is your name mm. and he says my name is esau so here he is lying and pretending to be someone else and he's trying to swindle mm. his father out of a blessing yes notice the next time jacob says his name the next time next time jacob is asked the question it's years later mm. while he's running oh, running away from his running brother. away from his brother he's been the one now who's been lied to yes i mean if we really want to go deep here a second jacob is younger brother who lies to his father and steals from his older brother Mm. Flip the flip the tables. Now Jacob is trying to marry younger daughter. Yes, and he is lied to by his her uncle. father. By, yeah, yeah. By his uncle. Laban. Yeah, and so that the older sister is yeah. blessed, Leah. Yeah, I mean it's a crazy. And and if people are like, I'm lost, just read the story. It's fantastic. Yes. But the point yeah. is this: he lies, lies, lies yeah. his whole life. He swindles. He steals. He He's, he's running. Yes. And the next person who asks him what his name is, is God. Yes. An angel of the Lord wrestles Jacob. And when he, he kind of cheats. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. kind of injures his hip, yes. dislocates his hip, which is symbolic of him injuring his flesh, what he yes. trusted in his whole life. Okay. So now he here, here he is vulnerable. And Jacob's not going to give up. No. Jacob's not going to let go, and the angel says, "Let, yes, he let holds go." He holds on all night. He holds on yeah. to him, and, he, and yeah. I won't let until you bless me. Until you bless me, and the angel of the Lord God says, uh, "You want me to bless you? What's your name?" Oh. And Jacob then has to answer the question: Am I going to keep lying my whole life, or am I am I going to get real? Yes. And he actually gets real, and he says, "Okay, mm. my given name is Jacob." My birth name is Jacob. In the book, I talk about birth names, given names, and secret names. But let me close the loop here and say, that's the moment that he has a breakthrough. Yes. That's the moment that God says, your name now 
will be Israel. Check this out, Sunil. Yes. It means one who has wrestled with God and man and overcome. Um, now, hold on. Where do we hear the word overcome? Not in Genesis where we are right now, but in Revelation. Oh, to the one who overcomes wow. will be given a new name written on a white stone. So Jacob's new name is Israel, one who's overcome. Revelation yes. says it's the one who overcomes. The powerful breakthrough in our lives is when we overcome, Come. not through our own flesh, like Jacob tried yes. Yes. and he was injured and he was hip dislocated. Yes. But when we begin to trust in God, stop pretending, and then through his power overcome, then God gives us a new name. That's powerful. And I actually um, went through the book uh, earlier this year and powerful book to read very much so and it it dawned on me well my secret name that came out from the book was equipped and a lot for a long time i'd thought i thought of myself you know obviously on one level it would look fine from the outside oh you know sunil's doing well he's got a blog he's got a podcast he's a doctor he's got he's, he's, he's happy writing his book. he's writing his, his book. book he's yeah. happily married he's yeah. got four kids it all seems wonderful but i realized subconsciously for a long time i felt unworthy inadequate mm. ill-equipped and not able to do and and frustrated you know in 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 very subtle ways but with an impact but and it I, it, it was very clear to me that going through the book and having some people pray for me and in my reading, reading my bible scriptures and verses that the secret name was equipped and it suddenly it blew my mind i thought actually god you have equipped me for the work you've called me to do that's right and i'm not working for you god i'm working with you wow. And you are equipping me for, for all that I need. So I don't need to feel discouraged. Or, you know, when, when you know, in the last podcast we talked about failure. When things go wrong, don't go the way I want. Right. It's okay. Just get up and carry on. And that's, right. that's been, you know, I've been following Christ since 1984. Um, and that's a long time, over 30 years. But it, it something shifted yep. within me. So that's amazing. And so I really appreciate you writing... But you didn't have the book to read because you wrote the book. Yeah. So what was the journey that that, that, that that got you to find out your secret name? Because you, you can't say it because I read the book and found it. Yeah. You can't have read the book because you wrote the book. So explain sure. how it happened for you. I'll tell you what, man. My whole life I was hiding. Right. I mean, Jacob may have been hiding with deceit. Mm. I was hiding with performance. Right. So I'll be the best Christian. I'll be the best chaplain i'll be the best pastor i'll be the best son i'll be the best blah 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 so trying to prove yourself basically performance, performance. Yeah. and yeah. look we all have heard, heard of the prodigal son we mm. always blame the prodigal actually the worst guy is the older brother mm. the prodigal comes back to the father and there's a reunion and a party the pro the older brother never comes back thankfully i came back mm. that was me the older brother is close to his father physically Remember, he never yes. left him. Yes, right. Yes. But this is in Luke chapter fifteen. Jesus yeah. talks about a man with two sons. Yeah, one who, the younger brother who goes away and squanders his his, his all his inheritance on wild living, but the older brother stays at home. And when the younger brother comes back, the father has a party to celebrate his son who is lost has come home. But the elder brother refuses, and that and the parable is left hanging yep. at that point because he's saying, you know, everything I have is yours. Come and celebrate, and we don't know whether the Elder brother does that or not? Because yeah. Jesus leaves it hanging there. Well, thankfully I came back, yes. yeah. <laughs> but not because of my own wisdom. God had to break me, and so He literally broke me. Mm. That's how I came back. And 
you know, it was, um, I think the moment was when I got found out. Yes. I mean, my, we talked about in the previous episode, my, my lie was, uh, self-injury mm-hmm. and nobody knew about it. And God, through his <laughs> discipline, brought it to light and bringing it to light. I had nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. In fact, my professor found out because I confided in him and I thought he'd be yeah. like, oh, hey, Carrie, thanks for being honest. Thanks for being real. Instead, he failed me from seminary. Ooh. <laughs> so, so it went from bad to worse. So thankfully, I was dating and engaged to my wife who... Who's a counselor as well. Counselor. And, and, you, and I, I love what you say. It's good to marry a counselor. It's much cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper to marry one than to go to one. No, but, Kelly, you, you rescued him. Yeah, but she, God used her to bring me to light. Yes. But God also used a mentor named Dr. David Plaster, who's now passed. Yeah. But he stood up for me. He was vice president. And he said, that professor cannot fail you without my signature you were going to get you were going to get you help you're going to have a you know you're going to get some counseling and you're going to have a breakthrough Mm. what's interesting Sunil I talk about this in the book that professor who failed me was cheating on his wife with a student oh my goodness so here he was saying you're messed up Carrie and you're the one who needs help and you're the one who's failed and then He's actually the one who's he's living in deceit, living in deceit, and who doesn't know his secret name. Yes. So yes, just, so that's right. So where? Why do yeah. people fall into sin? Fall into in, into doing things that are clearly wrong they because they don't know who they are, and they're looking for that yeah. in they're doing something immoral or illegal. With relationship filled with performance. So here I was, just about ready for my breakthrough. It looks like God dislocates my hip, which is true. He kind of did through that. Failure, because I mean, I never failed anything in my life in mm. terms of classwork, right? So I mean, I was like, hit me where it hurts, mm. you know. I now I can't graduate. Now I can't. Wow. Now I now I'm different than my f- classmates. And and people know about this as well, presumably. It put it this way: if Doctor Plaster wouldn't have stepped in, everyone would have been like, "Why are you not graduating?" I mean, yeah. you what you know? So it would have became a much bigger issue. He handled it with grace, but then I mean, I wrote the book, so yes. I came out. And then it, and it came out. And were you I a mean, pastor at that time when the book came out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Later on, I mean, this all happened. I wasn't going to be like, oh, and I'm going to write a book right now. I mean, this happened, and then it almost it honestly took ten years later wow. before the book to publish. Wow, yeah. So I mean, well, you had to go through the pro- you had to I, oh, yeah, process. But so. I mean. But I was a pastor and I wrote Safe Book 1, Safe Book 2, Safe Book 3. I'm not going to talk about it, God. And here, I think you know the story. God, I have basically felt like God was saying, you don't have to write the book. But if you don't write the book, you're not going to get the blessing. Right. And you know that that's the book that kind of put me on the map. Not in like, oh, I was on the new york times but more on the map is in like i i broke free you broke free yeah and your secret name is free because your old name was trapped my secret name literally is the word free it comes from galatians 5 1 it is for freedom's sake that christ has set us free therefore stop subjecting yourself to a yoke of slavery Mm. 
that yoke of slavery was religion. And that's why I'm not religious. <laughs> yeah. no, it's funny to hear that, isn't it? Yeah, because, yeah. Tell us, tell, tell us what you mean by that. I know what you mean by that, but yeah. tell, tell us what you mean by that. Religious. I mean, the, the rules, the performance, the posturing, the game, the politics. I don't want any of that. Mm -hmm. And when I hear other people go in that direction, I kind of just say that's not my group. Mm, powerful. Really powerful stuff there. So the book is Your Secret Name. Uh, we'll have a link to that on the website at drsunil.com. And, um, yeah, amazing. Free, and as I mentioned, um, it's been a, I personally found it very, very powerful understanding that God has equipped me for what he's calling and even for this book that I'm writing as well. So that's exciting stuff. Carrie, anything else uh, you want to tell us about the book? Yeah. I would just say that what's stopping you? You know, I would ask your listeners who are fantastic because Sunil's great and he puts out awesome content. But I would say, what's stopping you from learning your secret name? Because once you know it, here's what's crazy. And I'm sure we'll talk about this in our next episode or a future one. Once you know who you are, your focus stops going to yourself. You kind of like say, I got that thing. Not, I not oh, I have it figured out and I'll never struggle. But it's almost like when you get married. Prior to getting married, you think every woman or man, if you're, uh, you know, uh, a woman, you think everyone out there could be the one. Hmm. Maybe they're the one. Maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the one. And it's tolling. It's it's taxing. But once you got it figured out, like once I married Kelly, it's done. It's done. I got that yeah. figured out. Yeah. So now, let's move on now. So now, now I can actually focus on um, giving. Yes. When you don't know who you are. You're constantly seeking mm. the show, the performance, the addiction, the food, the relationship. I mean, you're constantly trying to fill and you're, who's your focus on yourself? Mm. Once you know who you are, your focus can then go on other people. And then what happens, which I'm sure we'll talk about here soon in the next episode, is that you, act you actually get a purpose. Yes. Notice that my books are, who am I? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. Where am I going? Your secret name, deeper path, and day job, a dream job. So once you know who you are, you suddenly say, you know what? I don't need to figure that out anymore. I don't need, I need to keep looking at myself. I can now look at the world and say, how can I serve? Yes. And that purpose comes. Carrie, thank you so much for, for writing this book. And I personally can say, because I've been through it as well. And again, the book is Your Secret Name. And I'd really encourage uh, our listeners to, to go and get a copy. But there'll be a link to it on the on the website that goes with this blog post. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com. And could you do us a favour, head over to iTunes to rate the programme. This is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most. Also, do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to? Don't forget to check out the blog for more great content. That's drsunil.com, helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world. Until next time, goodbye for now.